Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Michael Tobe is a columnist for Troy Media and Looney Politics, a contributor to the National Post and the Washington Times, and was a speechwriter for former Prime Minister Stephen Harper. And we talked to Michael on this program about stories that he covers and writes about and expresses opinions on. And he's back with us on the show today. Michael, you were writing about Ontario Liberals, the Liberal Party, and women-only candidates. What's your thinking on that? Hey, Roy. Yeah, I did, actually. That was in my uh, Troy Media syndicated column. And, um, well, it's an issue you may have talked about on the air. I don't know if you have, but if not, very, very briefly. The Ontario Liberals, in their infinite wisdom, have decided to hold women-only candidate nominations in 22 ridings in Ontario in lieu of the next uh, provincial election, which will be next year. And some of the ridings that they picked are through areas such as Toronto, through Windsor. I'm just looking very quickly. Guelph, Ajax, Bay of Quint. You're going through Burlington, Kitchener-Conestoga, et cetera, et cetera. Places where some Liberals have been successful as candidates, others where they've not been successful, and a, a variety of writings where, quite frankly, they have no chance on earth. I just find this to be, as I called it, and I don't use the word too often, but I just thought it was an incredibly stupid move on the Ontario Liberals' part, simply because it just looks bad, no matter what the reasoning or rationale is. If you have, if you have women-only candidate nominations, and yes, I know they do them in other countries. We know, for example, in the UK, all three major parties have done them at different periods of time. But just because others do it doesn't mean it's necessarily a rational reason. You're creating an atmosphere, a scenario that almost looks like female candidates, if they choose to run in any of those 22 ridings, cannot legitimately win those nomination ridings without an additional hand or basically ensuring that male candidates are not allowed to run at the same time for that nomination. Not only is that preposterous based on the fact that, you know, if you believe that women are equal, that they have a strong role in politics, which they do, and the fact that more and more women are actually entering politics, becoming candidates, sitting, you know, sitting in various party caucuses, becoming cabinet ministers, and in many cases becoming premier, and as we had in one case, a prime minister, it just seems so backward to do something like this, and tone deaf as well, that I just don't know what the Ontario Liberals were thinking. And the fact is that although obviously a lot of people who are committed Conservative supporters, NDP supporters, and others are objecting to it, the fact is there's a fair number of Liberals who've spoken out about it too, Roy. And when you lose your own support base, you know something's wrong. Yeah, I I didn't actually talk about it on the air. I was going to. But then I knew you were going to, and I, sh- I share your views on this, on this, Michael. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens if it, if it's if there's more of it uh, across the country. Then, yeah, we'll most definitely be doing a, um, a call-in segment on it. Now, Chris Cuomo, um, the brother yeah. of the former, now disgraced governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo, fired from CNN, first suspended, and then fired because he assisted his brother while his brother was being investigated for sexual impropriety. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't outthink those who are thinking. I thought, what was Cuomo, the Chris, what was he thinking? God knows. I don't know what he was thinking either. I mean, there, there's, there's many angles to this, but the basic point is 
when your brother, who is then the governor of New York, is in trouble, and you, that being Chris Cuomo, being obviously a public broadcaster, I'm sorry, a a prominent broadcaster on CNN, you've been on cable network for years, you're a well-known name, your last name is well-known, your image is well-known, you just don't get involved in something like this. Or if you choose to, you do the easiest thing, Roy, which is to recuse yourself of these various responsibilities or speak with CNN, who is your employer, and try to arrange some sort of an uh, something, you know, some sort of an arrangement that makes sense for both sides, whether it is that he would recuse himself completely about discussing that issue or uh, which I think CNN probably would have considered. He recused himself or stepped down temporarily for a few months if he really wanted to help his brother. And we can understand why Chris Cuomo would be concerned about his brother, about his family, that family comes first. We get all of that. But in his position, he should have known better. And for God's sake, the man is a lawyer. He really should have understand the risks that he was taking. But I think his downfall is that it appears, at least reportedly, he lied about how far he actually went. He claimed that, you know, he sort of stayed at kind of an arm's length value with his brother initially, which we've now found out, according to media reports, was not the case when, you know, New York basically launched out this file and found out that he actually had a much closer uh, association with the case than he probably should have. And now we've heard apparently that even more has been discovered during CNN's investigation with a private legal firm that they found other things. And for that reason, plus another allegation of sexual assault, which is in the early stages and obviously has not been proven at this point, it was just a complete and utter mess. So Chris Cuomo would still have a job today if he had just been honest and forthright about it. And if his family really was the most important thing to him, I'm sure it was, and he said that he didn't want to hurt his colleagues or cause them pain or cause them disruption, well, then he shouldn't have really been thinking about himself in this case. You want to help your family do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Remember what it is you do. Remember what your responsibility is. And remember what the expectations are of you. And uh, he struck out on all of those. Now, speaking of striking out, you and I like to talk. Nice segue, eh? Uh, You and I like to talk a little sports uh, during our segments, and we have a minute and a half here, and Major League Baseball is locking out the the, the, the players. Now, I, in 1994, uh, Michael, I abandoned Major League Baseball for all intents and purposes. I've watched a few World Series games since then, but that's been essentially it, because they lost me when they, when they locked out and walked out, and they, 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 they precluded the World Series from happening. It had happened during World Wars, and greed and avarice, to me, mm-hmm. just locked out the World Series. I was gone. They're doing it again. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Now, look, to be fair, we don't know how long this lockout is going to last. It may not as long as last to sort of disrupt the 94-95 season, which it did. But, yes, you're right. I mean, obviously, this sort of thing is going to frustrate a lot of people. Um, Obviously, as we've discussed, I didn't abandon baseball. I was irritated like most baseball fans were. But I moved on and carried on and continued to watch. What was it we were saying a few weeks ago, that slow-paced game of baseball? Boring. Boring. Remember. Boring. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But we'll agree to disagree on that point. But look, I know that this is obviously going to cause a lot of frustration. And again, people are going to look at it and say, well, baseball players are well paid. These 
teams obviously are worth their value once they're sold, but that's escalating at a rapid pace, certainly in the last 10 to 15 years. Most baseball franchises. And I have I have twenty seconds, Michael. I'll, just no a twenty seconds. The end result is: are, is this going to frustrate people? Yes. Will this lockout be long lived? I don't know. Could this have further ramifications if it lasts a long time for people who really follow the sport? Absolutely. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.